Ladies and gentlemen, now it's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Yeah. Welcome back to It's Too Late, everybody. I am your host, Alan Mosley. Joined, as always, by the number one producer in Late Night, it's Dave Willimowski. Dave! How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh... I, I had an extended vacation that we've been talking about for a while, so I finally went back to work after 24 days, and they, they stuck me with a 12-hour shift, so that was a nice welcome back. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm right back in the saddle, and I'm ready to rock, man. How you doing? I think what I think is funny is is that you 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 couldn't work for 24 days on your first <laughs> day back. The first thing they do is bring into HR and they ask, "So what's this part-time job you've been doing every Wednesday? It's too late with Alan." <laughs> so you could do that, but you couldn't come to work. It's remote. It's fine. It's remote. Mm -hmm. All the way in the I other room. I remember uh, before I opened my printing business, where I had kind of learned just sort of the quick copy trade, was I worked at a, a printing department of a Office Max. I was there for like nine months and literally left and opened my own business and put them out. It was kind of funny. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I remember towards the end of my tenure there, there was a day that I took off from work. And what I was doing that day was I was actually meeting with my future business partner and a couple of reps from another printing company to talk shop. But I couldn't call out like I was scheduled that day and I couldn't call out and say, sorry, I can't come into work today. I'm meeting with your competitors like I couldn't yeah. I couldn't do that. And so I just told him I was sick. Like, I mean, you know, I just told him I was sick. Right. And I mean, I don't care. Like I'm literally plotting their demise. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, a we met at a restaurant and a, another coworker of mine saw me there at this table of suits yeah. and told our manager, Hey, Alan wasn't at work today. He said he was sick, but I saw him at, you know, the, the restaurant or whatever it, with this table of suits. I don't know what was going on. What snitch. Yeah, I know. And so my manager at the time said, Oh, so you were too sick to come to work, but you weren't so sick to have some kind of, clandestine meeting you know down the street <laughs> and i said that is correct yeah and that was the end there there's really no more to the story is yeah well, what are they gonna say yeah oh. yeah i mean the the i mean really the only detail i'm leaving out is is that the next thing was is that well are you gonna be at work tomorrow and i said <laughs> no sir i'm not <laughs> did it happen <laughs> that quick huh yeah I mean, because the cat was out of the bag at that point. Like, I was, yeah. I just told him, I was like, yeah, I met with some rats from RJ Young. I'm just going to open my own. Yeah. Like, t like tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm just going <laughs> to just leave it. Uh, I didn't open the next day, but I actually did open pretty soon after that. Um, I had so much, Dave, I had so much fun playing Ninja Turtles. That was, that was, I, that was nice we, Folks at home, we were literally sitting here at like 17 seconds before the start of the stream debating, hey, we still have time. We can just switch it over to Turtles. We'll just finish the game. Yeah. Because we, we got we to gotta beat the game. I mean. That'd be know, like the monologue. Like, and we come right back. Yeah. There's only like three levels left. What's that going to be? Like 15 minutes? You know? So. <laughs> but I actually, I know that you had a ton of fun playing Ninja Turtles as well, Dave. People could not see you on screen, but I can oh. see you in my monitor, and I actually took a screenshot of you playing the game. Go ahead and show everybody my screenshot oh. of you playing Turtles the other night. Uh-oh. 
There he is. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that that was basically my face the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was how afraid much, of what that was going to be. How much cocaine do you figure Michelangelo has to take to even get a mild buzz? <laughs> Both because A, he's a giant mutant turtle, and B, he's done a lot of cocaine. So yeah. his his tolerance is like, you know, <laughs> I, I'd say quite a bit. Speaking of that, our friend Jonathan C., who helps us out with social media on, on the various platforms, Jonathan's in the hospital right now, you guys. Oh. Because Jonathan got the Rona. Wow. I know. And he, so, because, and so leave it up to Jonathan. So Jonathan's having a medical emergency. What does he do? He texts me and, and with a picture of himself laying in the hospital with all the little gizmos on him saying, Hey, I got the Rona. And I'm, I'm looking at him in the gurney like, Oh, you're dying. Like yeah. some people get the Rona and they just move on. Jonathan dies. <laughs> and so I was like, dude, is it really, is it that bad? What's going on? And he goes, yeah, my, my heart rate and blood pressure is really high. And I go, did, did you, is it, is it the Rona or did you tell him about the 17 lines of Coke you did before you drove over? <laughs> I didn't, oh, I never got an answer. He got discharged. You know what? I bet the, I bet the doctor didn't get, get an answer either. Jonathan, I bet you <laughs> no. didn't tell him, did you? You got to fill out those forms <laughs> accurately, man. They're trying yeah, to help be you. honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that the other day with some people's drinking. Some people. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of some people's drinking, Dave, did you do anything to celebrate Juneteenth? I, I don't, I don't, I don't observe a lot of holidays. So, and that one just, I didn't, I didn't know how to properly observe it. I, I'll tell you what I did. I left out some milk and cookies for Harriet Tubman before I went to bed. Is that what you're supposed to do? Well, I, th I thought so, but the milk and cookies were still there, but my TV was missing. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Oh. All right, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, that, that joke was too racist, Dave. I will I... have you know, we won't have any more of that, sir, from yes, you. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> But it wasn't just Juneteenth, it was Father's Day as well. Did you do oh, yeah. anything for Father's Day? I, I I did a lot of work around the house, you know. I, I think I I think I set up a pool for the family. Because that's what that what? did. So so now HR is gonna have you back in tomorrow because not only had you been doing this other side gig when you were out sick, apparently been doing a lot of work around the house. Been well, setting just, up a pool. Roll yeah. it out and throw a hose in it. It's Built cool. a deck. I met with some suits. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I hope they never find out who, what your real name is, Dave. Yeah. Oh. From PA. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a story that I thought about the other day, and I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save the story for next week's monologue. And so what it has to do, it has to do with the restaurant Wendy's. Do, do you like Wendy's? I do. Yeah. You do like Wendy's? Yeah, they're decent. Right down the street from where the studio is, they opened a new Wendy's. It's like it's like one block down from from one of the bigger intersections here in town. They opened a new Wendy's. And this is a Wendy's we're talking about here. Like this isn't 
you know, like this isn't like a new like gourmet steakhouse or anything. This is Wendy's. Yeah, the Wendy's. Traffic has been jammed at this intersection for like three weeks now because there's cars sitting in the road waiting to turn into the drive-through at the Wendy's. Do you guys not have any Wendy's in the? No, we state? we but no, we already had a Wendy's. Oh. There's Wendy's everywhere, and our town already had a Wendy's as well. So but like, this we're is going to the Wendy's. No, but this is new the one. new Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> and so every time I'm trying, I'm having to go around the back way to get home now because I have to avoid the Wendy's. Every time I drive by there and I have to like slowly edge around traffic, I literally yell out my window, is this what we're doing, guys? We're going to yeah. Wendy's? Like, Wait I don't even line. know anyone who goes to Wendy's, except for, apparently, everyone on this side of town every single day. Literally from the time they open to the time they close. <laughs> I went by there, like, you think, like, lunch hour and, like, maybe dinner, right? Maybe, and maybe breakfast. Who knows? You know, whatever. I've oh. been by there at 10 a.m. I've been by there at 1. I've been by there at 3. I've been by there at 8 at night. There's a line down the street for Wendy's. That's a bit ridiculous. This is the type of shit that happens when you live in a town like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? You know what the really part, the part that actually breaks my heart though is, is that one block further down is Poncho's, and it's like, why would I go to Wendy's when I can go to Poncho's? You gotta get that four for four, don't they? Four for four. I mean, Frosties are pretty good, I guess. Yeah, they are, and the. The Baconator is pretty good too. Have you ever, you ever, and you can dip your fries in the Frosties? Get like the people salts. do that. Yeah. Um, their chili's not bad as well. You going to Wendy's now? Yeah. How about we? <laughs> how about we? No, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm, I got to give you the new signal, Dave. The, oh. Yeah. yeah. That's the, uh, that means we're going around back. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Uh, God, what happened? Like, what happened to this monologue? I don't know. It started off pretty good and then got really carried away. I, I do kind of... Yeah, we're talking way too much about people that are not our sponsors. I see people in chat saying, is Wendy's your new sponsor? Y'all going? Y'all still going to Wendy's? That's that's going to be the new y'all still doing that show. Y'all still going to Wendy's? All right. Um, Commercial break? Yeah, we should. What do you think? All right, guys. We're going to be back with the meme of the week in the viewer mail. Right after this commercial break. Go away. I got a, 
Yeah, I gotta see what my fortune is for today before we get... Like, this pretty much determines if the rest of the show is worth watching or it's, eh, let's cut out tonight. Yeah. Like, like we'll still... No, I mean, we'll still do the show, Dave and I, yeah. but if you guys, yeah, guys want to... Like, there's... You know. We understand. Um, oh, well. Hold <laughs> the people you care about with diamond hands. Diamond hands. But not, but not failing cryptocurrencies, the people you no. care about. Unless... Yeah. Unless what yeah, you drop. you care about that more than the people, then drop that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude, that shit's that shit's going down. Son. It's a fire sale, man. Now's yeah. time to buy. No, I I remember <laughs> I I was in a group of people that were chit chatting about crypto, and they were all talking about how like when it went down to like thirty two, they were like, oh man, what a huge sale! I'm putting everything I've got into it, and now yeah. it's down to like whatever like <laughs> mortgaging the house it's those it's those store of value cucks as opposed to what it was meant to be which was like cash you know yeah like yeah 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 see i i ended around at all those people by just not having any money oh mm-hmm yeah. See what what I'm gonna see what I tell Anna K now is that I'm what I'm doing is is I'm being a minimalist. Oh, that's yeah, that's trendy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So when she says, "How come it is we don't have more money?" I say, "Oh no, honey, we're being minimalists now." Mm -hmm. All that furniture just clutters your mind. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've we we haven't reached the point yet where Dave does a good job, but we yeah. have reached the point where he knows when he didn't do a good job. Oh yeah, yeah. You I'm you know what I'm talking about? Aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've aware. all yeah yeah like we've all been at that place <laughs> at a new at a new like vocation where it's like I know I I know I messed up. Yeah, I just don't know that. what to do right. You know. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm oh, before what I forget. Not to do. <laughs> yes. Before I forget, we got to tell everybody about tonight's sponsor, which is Pat Crest Botanicals. If you go to patcrestbotanicals.com, use promo code It's Too Late, you get 30% off. That's almost a third. That's almost a third. Yes. I've actually got some right here. This is the Ascend 3000. This helps me wake up. In the, can, do we, can we get. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dave, they can't see you. We've talked about this. Like, Dave is oh. putting on. You guys, Dave is putting on the perform. Like, this is this is the Emmy oh. performance of the year right here. What's going on in my monitor? Actually, that you guys, <laughs> you I was guys actually can't coughing see. off camera. <laughs> like, is this happens every single week where you only see Dave for like two and a half minutes out of a sixty-minute show, but Dave's putting on a show the whole sixty minutes. Mm -hmm. Don't you think for Get a your... second he? No, he's taking no time off. I leave it all on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Is it weird that my earbuds are saying low battery right now? Oh, that's not good. So anyway, that's patcrestbotanicals.com promo code. It's too late. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome when they go dead in the middle of the show. I'm gonna say, "Hey, Dave," and you're gonna say, "Yes, Alan." And I'm... You're just gonna. Hey, Dave. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? 
it's time for meme of the week. I'm nervous. I didn't look at these. Corporations, the day after Pride Month ends. <laughs> See you in hell, you stupid fruit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So this one actually just died, and this one said low battery. Oh. You got some buds laying around or anything? Like, um, But we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Happy Father's Day. Oh. Oh, that's They're nice. They're so happy together. Yeah. Boy, he got all those communist genes, didn't he? Mm-hmm. His his mom got some of it, you know what I'm saying? Oh. All right. Um, since since the show's about to end, effectively, let's let's go ahead and answer some viewer mail. <laughs> All right. So Celeste Annis writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite John Candy movie?" Ho, 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 ho. So this turned out to be a way harder question than I thought it was going to be because I was like, mm -hmm. I can think of a few that stand out in my head, but I'm just going to type in John Candy movies and see what comes up. And as it turns out, John Candy was in every single movie ever made from 1975 to like 1991. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, actually. It, uh, hard to narrow them down. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you have a favorite John Candy movie? Uh. I remember, I loved, uh, he was in Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Yeah, that was good. But Uncle Buck is, is the best for me. I love that movie. He was, yep, gear up, Uncle Buck. It's ruthless. It was great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to kind of cheat here and say Spaceballs. Yeah, I almost forgot about that one. Yeah. Because he, he well, was a dog. Yeah, exactly. Like he was in like it's not like he was in the movie, you know, like I mean he was just one of many roles, but I mean that that counts as a John Candy movie cuz John mm -hmm. Candy was in it. So there you go. Definitely. Um all right. Aaron Kittner writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, would you rather travel 100 years back in history or 100 years into the future?" Oh. We've had questions similar to this before, mm -hmm. but maybe not like a hundred years. Maybe it was more like, "What would you rather do?" I'm, and I keep and I, I tell people the exact same answer every time we get this. No one wants to go into the past. Everyone who thinks no. they want to go into the past is lying to themselves. No yeah. one wants to go into the past. A hundred years in the past would, from right now, would be nineteen twenty-two. Do oh. you want to live in nineteen twenty-two, Dave? Well, that was like the year my grandfather was born. Like that, yeah, it, it doesn't seem that long ago anymore. And and I I was immediately going to say a hundred years into the future because I try to be optimistic, but you could just you could just appear in some post apocalyptic like <clears throat> wasteland that's still radiated, and that like uh, if if you if I could get a, a real quick preview, I'd probably say future because I'm not a farmer. I'd probably starve pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either I mean, way, the answer, I guess. <laughs> the answer is the answer is the future. Like there's yeah. you know, like and and you know what if it is going to be like an apocalyptic wasteland that could that could be fun. Like I've played yeah. the Fallout games. Shit's pretty dope. Yeah. You kill you kill some, some yeah. you kill some oh. giant rad scorpions. You you know, fight with locals yeah. over purified water. That's Yeah. Bottle caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you do that as opposed to fight with locals over food and supplies because it's the Great Depression. You just pick yeah. one. It's like you know. Yeah. So what kind of gun do you want to have? 
<laughs> exactly. At least in the other one, I get to have like some laser rifles. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, and then you can introduce them all to John Candy. Yeah. You'll be like a prophet to those people. Um, I'm really gonna have to swap our audio monitoring to speakers pretty soon. Otherwise, I'm just gonna see you just doing this, and yeah, I'm I'll wave when I'm done. The talking. meters are gonna be rolling in OBS, but there but you go. The the person who most needs to hear them can't hear them. <laughs> oh, this will be, a... be like this will be like a cool one of those like gamer challenges where you and the audience can hear the show, but the host yeah. can't hear the show, and I have to look to you guys to know how it's. Yeah, you like, see, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. So when like, I start talking about you know the neighbors <laughs> that moved in next door, and there goes the neighborhood, and then you yeah, and then you do that, and then that's how I know we can't do do that anymore on the show. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. This is good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what were your favorite arcade video games? <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, obviously, the big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade was yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. Terminator 2, where you had the guns, you know? Those were always my favorite. The ones with the guns? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that one that they had, and it was... It was like super future, and 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 you'd look in there, and there's the cowboy standing there, and he was a hologram, mm -hmm. and like you were supposed to do something, but it was never right, and then you lost right away. But it was really cool to look at. Yeah, that was, that was cool. the one that everyone always just looked at. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knew how to play it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know a single person that ever actually played that game. <laughs> they were also really expensive. Like, I mean, we were looking for the machines yeah. where one coin equaled you play the game, not ten dollars equals you get to play the game and the cowboy shoots you. <laughs> like, you get to watch not... the game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um Keith McQuarrie writes, Dear Alan and Dave, how did the yard game Cornhole get its name? I hope somebody looked this up because <laughs> Your mom got him. Oh. Oh, got yep. him. Yep, got him. <laughs> that's the got him? <laughs> that's a, the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Keith, uh, hope this helps. <clears throat> uh, Andrew Avery writes, Dear Alan and Dave, If you get e bitten by an eel while swimming at the beaches of Sardinia, is that amore? That one took me a little while. No, I don't think I'd like it. Sherry Voluntary writes, Dear Alan and Dave, <clears throat> if you were gay, would you wear assless chaps or those yes. baby tees? <laughs> Have you seen the baby tees where the top of it looks like a t-shirt, but it's actually it's also underwear? Have you seen those? Oh, like a onesie type deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That seems uncomfortable. Doesn't it, though? Like... Yeah. Oh, it it's it's just screaming at me, Dave. It's over. See, Celeste knows it, it's it's a mesh tank top and denim cutoffs. So that's what I'd be wearing. I've been dying to get that outfit out. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what were we wearing in Seven Days to Die? When... <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Maybe some shoulder yeah. pads. <laughs> yeah, a mohawk and a stop sign. <laughs> that's what we're gonna wear when we go to Aaron's one hundred years in the future. Mm-hmm. And and also we're gay. Yeah, they, they turn. Advantage. 
by the by the time a hundred years goes by, all the frogs are gonna be gay, dude. Yeah. Yep. Won't even be uh, cool. Anymore. Brian Johnson writes, Dear Alan and Dave, how did you first cross paths? Oh. Dave, how did you and I first meet? I think we were trying to get a get a show started. And one of our friends said, hey, you should talk to this Alan Mosley guy. He has a show. He had Ron Paul on. So you should you should have him on the show. And I'm like, oh, he had Ron Paul on. I don't think he's going to come on our show. And he did. And I said the name of his show wrong. And he corrected me. <laughs> Aggressively. <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, that's exactly how I remember it. Actually, <laughs> Dave and I both served together in Operation Iraqi Freedom. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Kind of blacked it out, the PTSD. Yeah. Oh, oh, is is that going to be your story now, Dave? That's why, <laughs> that's why Dave doesn't remember anything that happened before last week. <laughs> it's the PTSD from Iraq. Yeah. 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 Physiologically right. changes you, yeah. And yet somehow I remember every single burnt body. There's burnt bodies? So, see, people thought it was because you drink and I don't. What it actually yeah. is is because I have a conscience and Dave doesn't give a damn about all those dead kids. Man, the audience laughs at the weirdest things. Have you noticed that? All right. They love the kid jokes. All right. Well, the good news is is that I've got you now on a secondary monitoring device. So I actually I don't I don't even really need this anymore. It's okay. gonna die pretty soon. It's just it's for looks at this point. Sounds okay over here. So I think we're good. Okay. As long as we don't have like the whole echo thing where you're yeah. coming you're coming through on this thing, so then people will hear. You know, as long as it sounds, as long as it sounds, as long as it, you know, yeah, <laughs> I've never, I've never heard that before. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Lyle Dario writes, dear Alan and Dave, is anyone looking at an alternative fuel vehicle? If so, what? Dave, you, you looking for one of them electro vehicles? I'm still I'm still holding out for that water powered one. I heard we were going to get one pretty soon. I keep hearing I've seen like news stories and then they just go away. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty soon. sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's been like three people in world history who have had one and they all met a tragic end. What? Hmm. I figured you'd invent something like that, you'd be set for life. I guess you are. Yeah, I don't know. Um, look. <laughs> Just if you're gonna be a producer on this show, you want to go into goat farming, and that's your retirement. Not building hydroelectric vehicles. That's not what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Seifert writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, it, this is actual Ryan Seifert, by the way, not his alt. He's he's back oh. for like five minutes before. Oh, cool. Yeah. I still love. I love." The fact that he gets dinged for saying what I just said five minutes before him. It's, it's, it, I don't know. I don't know why that tickles me so much, but it does. Uh, dear Alan and Dave, what's the worst injury you've ever had? Oh. Dave, what's the worst injury you've ever had? 
I guess the the worst. I mean, I I went through a a phase where I had like cracking my head open, so I got stitches in there a couple times, and in my face. But those were never too bad. It, actually, the, the the worst I got was I was playing kickball in middle school, and I was shortstop, which meant that, like I was kind of like in between the pitcher and the because it's weird and kickball. But I ran towards the ball and put my arm up. It's actually this arm, and the ball hit my arm and broke both of these bones, which was weird because it's like one of those flexi rubber balls. But yeah, yeah, that was that, wow. that's probably the worst. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What the hell was inside that ball? I don't know. That kid must have had a leg on him. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, we're not going to revisit mine. Every People who have watched this show for long mm-hmm. enough know. Missing some digits there. Yeah. Or at least fractions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like fractions, but <laughs> I have them on my left hand. Uh, Marilyn Willimowski writes, Dear oh. Alan and Dave... Mm-hmm. Have you ever had your palm read, had a tarot reading, or visited a psychic for any reason? Oh. No. No. Well, I got a story. <laughs> Go right okay. ahead. I've never visited one, but I my uh, one of my exes did have this friend that claimed to be psychic. And we were hanging out with her. She worked in the gas station and we're in the back. And all of a sudden she jumps up and she starts acting like a kid. And she actually grabbed, grabbed like a glass bottle and broke it. And she said she claimed to be my, my brother in a past life when I used to be a girl. And that, I don't know if he was, he was going to come back as my, maybe it's Mary. Cause I think it was supposed to come back as my significant other. But yeah, that was that was weird. <laughs> That's my only uh, experience like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay then. <laughs> what was it like being a girl? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh yeah, no. Why am I even asking you? <laughs> I can't you even remember, remember this life. <laughs> yeah. You don't even remember what it was like to come to Tennessee to visit me and do a live show. Oh, that was, yeah, I remember doing that. Oh, you do still? Okay, so so then where you're at is like a three-week exchange yeah. then. But, right. that, but that's a whole new PTSD I developed. <laughs> oh, all right. It's still uh, Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Dave, have you ever had the Rona? Now... Of. <laughs> I know, I know that the answer is yes for our friends Dave and Mary. Yeah. Here's the thing: I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know if I had or not yeah. because I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a test to find out. Because what am I going to do with that information? Yeah, yeah, it really doesn't affect your life one way or the other. Yeah, like what if I if I if I felt under the weather, and someone said, "Hey, maybe you have the Rona." Why do I need to find out other than treat it the way I would treat being sick at any other time? Yeah. Be curious, so, stay home. You know. So the official better. answer is is that I I don't know. I I presume I haven't. But if I have, it'll only be because I got it, and then it just came and went, and I didn't think anything about it. Yeah. People still do get normal sick. 
I, I have to keep reminding people that. Yes, yes, that is a serious issue. You run into people all the time nowadays that are like, if if, if they get a runny nose, it's like, oh my yeah. god, I should go get one of those tests. And I'm like, it might be allergies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just saw you pet that cat and rub your face. Ergo, I better go to the CVS and do one of them 24-hour Rona tests. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you people? Jeez, all right. And finally this evening, Carl Huber writes, Dear Alan and Dave, why is there a light in the fridge but not in the freezer? Mm. I actually looked this up. There's two reasons why that is. One is it would be more expensive, and so they just don't do it. And wow. two is is that generally speaking, the refrigerator portion is is bigger and more loosely packed with goods, but the freezers tend to be smaller and more compacted with yeah. frozen goods, which yeah. would cover up the light bulb, which defeats the purpose of having a bulb in the freezer. Jam packed with pizza rolls. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess for them. <laughs> But but just the regular store brand pizza rolls, because that way you can oh, have yeah. them all to yourself. That's right. Yeah. I told you the secret. Yeah. Good thing Mary when was, I was a little, <laughs> I, I knew this, by the way, because when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, my our my mom, I had a brother, me, me and my brother Alex, uh, my mom would each would buy each of us one can or one pack of cans of a soft drink that we like. Oh. And I really liked Mel Yellow. And my brother really liked Dr. Pepper. Now, I can't drink Dr. Pepper. It literally makes me sick. Oh, like, yeah. I literally throw up if I drink Dr. Pepper. You see where I'm going with this. But Alex was totally fine with Mellow. Yeah. So he would drink the Mellow's until they were out and then drink all the Dr. Peppers. Because he wow. knew I would not also drink the Dr. Peppers. That's diabolical. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, we haven't spoken in like 20 years, I don't think. That's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I, think his, I think his name was Alex. Alex? Oh! I don't know. Something like that. Anyway. Sure he's, sure he's okay. <sighs> yeah. If, he'll pull himself up by his bootstraps. Uh, speaking of that, oh. we have an interesting topic for tonight's... Oh primary segment uh, a little bit a little bit tangentially related to kind of that old boomer mentality of oh just 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 get a job just make more money yeah. just just buy all the things you need it's the american try way. harder just yeah just do it just Apply have yourself. more yeah exactly so we're going to talk a little bit about that right after this commercial break <laughs> Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. Yeah. All yeah. right. 
you what are you are you is that, does that throw you off dave is that not i don't know it it like i have to fake the energy <laughs> but it's fine. all right i mean it's it's whatever i i, I mean there's there's it. only so much i can even do about it at this point no, i don't you know? i don't want you to yeah i don't want you to i don't know if that'll crazy. actually do anything yeah, I don't maybe. know. Give us give us a wrong answer. I heard that. Oh, good. <laughs> you did. I heard no, it. I did. That's all I heard. <laughs> That's all right. fine. All right. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, there there's a topic. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we do anything serious, we got to tell you about tonight's oh. other sponsor, good which job. is Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, which people Woo! who were here for the live show met Danny and got to yep. sample his sauce at the Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, which is tnhotsauceco.com. Uh, this is my favorite right here. This is the garlic habanero. Can we get a picture that of the garlic good. habanero? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that scary. It's okay. Yeah, it's really not. And look, they even have a personable and problematic meter. Oh. Yep, yep. Yep. Take your time, Dave. There you go. Right. It even has a little personable and problematic yeah. meter right there on the bottle. Looks just like the emote. Oh, my God. I forgot to shave. Jesus Christ, Dave. Oh, do you want to start over? You yeah, start let me over? let me run and shave real quick. We'll come back. Um, I'll charge my earbuds. We'll just yeah, we'll run it back. Everybody will wait. Yeah, actually, let's let's beat Ninja Turtles first. Yeah. Shave, grab a drink, redo the whole show. Yeah. Sounds reasonable. I see. Chat was moving this whole time, and the moment I said that, it's just frozen. No, yep. no one is. They all lettered. left. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, um, there was something, a, a topic that I've talked to a lot of different people privately, and I've ranted a little bit on social media about, but never, never talked at really great length on the show about because I. I decided if I was going to do it, I was going to do my homework and I was going to have some data to share with people just to kind of illustrate my point. And that is the 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 whole concept of uh, when you think about the Federal Reserve, you think about inflation, you think about property, real estate prices, yeah. and particularly in parts of the country that people actually want to live, right? Like <laughs> pro property values in my part of the country are going up and up and up. Because people, our population is just going up and up and up. And it's it's just supply and demand, right? But it's it's not just supply and demand. It's it's altered by the fact that the money's broken, inflation is rampant, and when you then combine that with people from different parts of the country, you think of your Californias, your Illinois, your your New Yorks moving to the mid state here in Tennessee, that drives up prices. But what about the people who live here? What about the people who have lived here their whole lives whose median incomes don't match this kind of new inflated property value? So I want to talk a little bit about that. So the county that I live in is Murray County, Tennessee. Some of the people that came down to visit, if you went to Poncho's, you were in Murray County. And Murray County, as of, I think it was, I think 2020, had a population of 104,760 people. So we're not talking about just a one-horse town here, mm -hmm. but not huge. That's the whole county, by the way. Columbia is like 35, 40,000. All of Murray County is 104,000. You can actually see this first graphic right here. This is just, just basic FRED uh, data. 
that that line right there, ladies and gentlemen, that is the population growth of Murray County, Tennessee. So you can see what direction this shit's going. Oh yeah. It ain't the sleepy small town it used to be. Uh just for just for posterity's sake, I was born in nineteen eighty five. The population in nineteen eighty five was fifty two thousand. Now mm. it's a hundred and four seven sixty. So the population has basically doubled in in my lifetime. Uh it was eighty one thousand two thirty the year I bought my first house, which was two thousand eight. It's it, but just recently, you see that line trending upward. It's grown by ten percent just since the pandemic. Just since wow. twenty twenty, it's grown ten percent. That's that's an enormous population increase, and we'll get to why that matters here in a second. First house I ever bought, Dave, was on one thirteen Good Drive. It was a little shack. Go go ahead and show oh. everybody my first shack that I bought. Yeah, that was my first oh, house right there. That's nice. That's a good I starter. Mean, it had a nice yard and tree and stuff. But the the house was absolutely a, a pos. But the <laughs> thing is, you want to know what I bought that house for? This is this is going to actually probably make you mad is what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. I bought that house right after the 0708 collapse. Oh, nice. For $39,000. Yeah. Now it's a tiny house. We're talking two bedroom, yeah. one bath. Uh I think it's like 980 square feet. Tiny little house. But that's that's what mm-hmm. you need when you're a young bachelor, yeah. you know, and you're buying your first home, that sort of thing, don't have any kids. $39,000. You want to know what that house is worth right now on Zillow? <laughs> Go ahead and pull that next one up. That $39,000 house is estimated at $213,100. Did that look wow. like a $200,000 house to you, Dave? No. Well, that doesn't look like a $60,000 house. It sure doesn't. $213,000. Uh, I'll give you another example, just to just to wet your whistle. Something that's not quite that low level. This was the second house I bought. This was towards the end of when I owned the print style. There's there's 308 Evergreen Drive right there. That was right behind where my printing company that's was. Really nice. It was so convenient. I I loved that house. It had a cool little carport. Had an awesome little back back of the house. Had like this cool little workshop. Yeah. It was it was really neat. I loved that house. That house right there. I bought it in 2012 for $83,000. That ain't bad. Yeah. You want to know what that house is worth today? I'm afraid. Go ahead and show everybody. $332,800. I would expect a fountain in the front. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is they must good. have found all the hookers in the basement. Yeah. To or, drive up that price right there, or oil, yeah. So I want to throw some more statistics at you now that now that I've showed you kind of where we're at in terms of property values. Let me tell you a little bit about the people that live and work in Murray County. In today's dollars, the median income in Murray County, Tennessee, is twenty six thousand six hundred eighty five. These numbers already aren't matching up. Monthly, monthly, that comes out to twenty two twenty four. The median income in Murray for Murray Countyans is two thousand two hundred twenty four dollars a month. Are you familiar with the thirty percent rule? 
that the the 30% rule being that's that's how much of your total monthly income you should spend on a rent or mortgage like your your basic shelter costs should be 30% of what you make or less yeah i've seen some memes yeah yeah i've seen some memes <laughs> that that's what boomers used to think the economy was like yeah if you were going by the 30% rule, which is something that people like Quicken Loans and Realtor.com still suggest to this very day, the average Murray Countyan should be paying $667 per month on rent. You want to know what the average rent right now in Columbia, Tennessee is for townhomes and condos and apartments? $1,536 a month. You just don't eat. The average Murray Countyan makes $2,200 a month. 30% of that $667. Average rent in Columbia is $1,536. You see where I'm going with all this, I'm sure. But, I'm, but yeah. I've got more to share with you. But it makes you wonder, how is this possibly sustainable for people who have lived their whole lives in this part of the country to live in this part of the country? Let's talk a little bit about the utilities. Now, you see, sometimes you see on the news, like maybe maybe we are spared from it a little bit in years. I mean, it's been years and years now that people on the West Coast have had to deal with things like blackouts and brownouts, right? Because the utilities just just can't sustain the amount of people that live in those Western cities. The power, the power and water utilities in Murray County have already reached a breaking point. As of they already have reached the breaking oh. point. Um, there's a genuine threat of brownouts this summer. We actually had our first one ever last week. The power simply couldn't keep up. Everything went down. It had to be brought back up in a few hours. Our local power company, Columbia Power and Water Systems, has is asking residents to forego watering all those brand new seeded lawns and all those brand new subdivisions. You know how they you know how they do. They throw yeah. up these just rows of houses and townhomes as fast as they can, and you can see all the grids of all that newly seeded lawn. You know, you gotta water the shit out of that stuff. Yeah. It's yuppie projects. Every yeah. single bit of it's gonna die because they're driving around telling people they can't water their lawns anymore because we don't have enough water. And we've and we're already having brownouts. Now that's at the population we're at. We're already at a population that cannot be sustained with mm -hmm. our utilities as they exist. By the way, it was only 101 degrees outside with 87% humidity <laughs> today for people that are wanting to turn up their thermostats. CPWS is asking people to turn up their thermostats to 78 degrees. Do you think they're going to do that? No. 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 That's not going to everybody happen. else. will. I won't. Yeah. Uh, the joke that, that people are around town are telling is, is that uh, the the all the employees of CPWS need to turn theirs up to 85 because mine's going to stay at 60. <laughs> that way, you know, yeah. Um. <clears throat> By the way, these are the same kinds of people that want you to go buy a $60,000 electric vehicle and use and, and charge them. Because yeah. that would be better than having to buy five, six, seven dollar a gallon gas. Uh, remember, by the way, Murray Countyans make less than thirty thousand dollars a year. Just keep that number in the back of your head. Despite everything I've shared with you so far, there are as many as seven thousand five hundred new constructions already permitted to be built, with no end in sight. Oh, that 
accounts for another an increase of 16% to the population of Columbia, Tennessee alone in just the next year. Now remember, we're already at the breaking point and no one that lives here can afford to work and live here. And yet we're about to increase our population by another 10 to 15% year on year. I'll have to open another Wendy's. Yeah, we're going to need another Wendy's after that. Um, by the way, all those new constructions I was telling you about, if you're thinking to yourself, well, wait a minute, Alan, we were just talking about supply and demand. If there's more supply, then the prices will come down. I was going to say that. You want to know what the average price of the new constructions are in that in that aforementioned 7,500 new disc, uh, development? I don't even want to imagine. $350,000. Oh, so they're little houses. The bottom end houses that they're building are $350,000 in a community where the median income is 26,685. Who are these people? I always wonder that. They're not us. They're not native Colombians. They they can't afford those houses. If you're wondering, by the way, how much they can't afford those houses, I've got one more graphic for you. Here's a, here's a 30-year mortgage on a 6% interest rate. Um, you want to pay $2,098 per month along with uh, an interest that is greater than the principal yeah. over the total no, of those you. 30 years? These people only make $2,200 a month, by the way. Who are these people? So it's tough because I remember when we were out at the live event, I was having this conversation with a group of folks that were out there. And the question that was posed back to me was, Alan, that doesn't, that sounds unsustainable, which I agree completely. Well, what do you recommend? What, what, what should be done? And I said, that's, well, obviously that's a tough question. Because it's easy for us to sit here on our talk shows and say, well, let's just let's just tame inflation. Let's just end the Fed. That's what we'll do. Just we'll it. just yeah. let's just end the Federal Reserve and fix the monetary policy. And then that way, everything will adjust back down to the way it's supposed to be. That's not going to happen. That's not not only is that not going to happen, but even if it were going to happen sometime in the future, you and I don't have any direct control over that today. Mm -hmm. So any of those people that I was just talking about who grew up in that community, who suddenly find themselves not able, I mean, not even close to being able to live where they've lived their whole lives. Those people have no control over inflation. Those people have no control over whether or not we have the Federal Reserve. Uh, I mean, hell, those people don't even have any control over whether or not they want to lock down over a virus, and so they lose their jobs and their incomes go down. So what should be done about it? I don't know if I really, like, this This isn't leading to a place where I say, and boom, here's the answer, and Dave's like, yeah, I'm waiting and, for and it. And everybody's like, whoa! Alan did it again. He did it again. <laughs> Not I could give you a couple suggestions, but not really though, because what can you do? I'll give you one example of what could be done. 
there's a very, very small, you want to talk about a true one-horse town. There's a very small community south of here named Santa Fe. It's spelled S-A-N-T-E space F-E. But if you call it Santa Fe, they'll hang you. You don't want to do that. It's oh. Santa Fe. Yes. Yeah. You hear banjos in the distance yeah. and, you know. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, those people are very adamant about having their little city council and they're very strict on uh, zoning and building licensing and things like that. And and to give you an example, Dollar General wanted to build a location in Santa Fe. <laughs> Santa Fe told them to get fucked. And Dollar General has failed to acquire the property <laughs> and get licensing to build a location in Santa Fe. Now, wow. you might think to yourself, well, that's... What, what does that do? What it does is they're trying to keep Santa Fe the way it is because they're afraid that if they start allowing, you know, if you, if you let Walmart build a new super Walmart right off the interstate right there, then that's going to bring a whole bunch more people who otherwise would not move this far out into the country to say, oh, well, we'll have stuff out there. I don't mind the drive. I'll move to Santa Fe. Property's cheaper, you know, whatever. They don't want that. Oh, you can't people get a dollar from Santa Fe. In there. <laughs> don't people from Santa Fe don't even want Colombians moving there, which is bad <laughs> news for Colombians because Colombians can't afford to live in Colombia anymore. And so they're gonna go, they're gonna move to Santa Fe, and then where are the people from Santa Fe gonna move? And on and on it goes. It just keeps, just the urban sprawl spreads and spreads and spreads. And the thing I, I want to remind people, by the way, is I know that there might be somebody that's hearing this little rant that I'm doing and they think to themselves, well, that's just the free market at work. You know, you, you can't you can't combat market forces. You just have to adjust. Those are the kind of people that say those just asshat things like, well, just make more money. <laughs> just 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 make better financial decisions. Stop being poor. Just don't be poor. For one, people who say those things, other than just needing to have their teeth punched down the back of their throats, um, they have no empathy whatsoever. They're, they're shocked and appalled that we don't live in a free society and they just can't figure out why it is their friends and neighbors don't want to come around to their principles. And then they turn around and talk to them like that and then wonder why they don't have more friends. The reason why you don't have more friends is because these people are living this nightmare right now. And they're not interested in what things would theoretically look like if we abolished the Federal Reserve in 2008 under a Ron Paul presidency. They don't give a shit about that. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do right now in this real world that we live in. And so I don't know. We don't really have any control over all that that's going on in Washington, D.C., but... I mean, I kind of don't fault the people from Santa Fe kind of having the attitude of let's just build a wall and make them pay for it. <laughs> it's really important to make that distinction, by the way, that when I say that we should build a wall to keep the foreigners out, I'm not talking about Mexicans. I'm talking about people not from here right now. And I'm dead serious. You can still come visit, by the way. but that's, Yeah, as long as I can visit. 
Yeah. Like you, 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 like if you're going to buy property, go, you know, well, you guys are going to go live in Thompson station where all the country music stars live. That's yeah. Right. As soon as I get that record deal. Yeah. Yeah. It, you, there is a certain, there is a PEMDAS to this. There is an order of operations that you want to make sure you, yeah. yeah. Record deal. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, it's like I said, it's something that I've talked about off and on in the past, but I really wanted to pull out all the numbers from various census and financial yeah. data so that you can see when I say values are going up, populations going up, but income isn't keeping up. I want you to understand. I'm not talking about I make $15 an hour, but I need 16 to live. No, 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 no. <laughs> These people quite literally need to have their income tripled in order to meet these standard guidelines for financial for income. It's not going to happen. It's just not. I don't have an answer. It just really it just really sucks. Anyway, do do you have something bright or funny to end on? No, that was really depressing. That's <laughs> It is really depressing. <laughs> I did I did I did look up uh the value of my home though while while you were talking there a little bit and I mean that's kind of nice but I'm not going to sell it cuz what am I going to buy? Something worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boy, no I wish right I now. still owned one or both of those houses. Yeah, right. Yeah. Never sell your house, just buy new ones. I think that's the moral of the story. Go go BlackRock. <laughs> <laughs> that, n don't sell a house just buy new ones yeah boy yeah, that is yeah. <laughs> yeah that that is the top tier financial advice you've come to expect here no actually i i looked at mine and and the the, the rent estimate for my house is like twice my mortgage so i should just buy another house if i can get if i can swindle a loan and then just rent this one out live in something smaller and just profit I think it's going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I just happened to notice, but we're getting ready to take our final commercial break. I saw Ryan said Joe Biden fell off his bike. Ryan, if you were here on time, you would have seen we already did that. That was in the monologue. We already did that. Yeah. Yeah. D Dave barely remembers the mon. Dave barely remembers the monologue from tonight. Did we talk about Biden falling off his bike? I remember we it was in the show notes. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Um, we better take that last commercial break. Yeah, we, we better take that last commercial break. <laughs> That's not my trigger. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to be triggered if you don't go to this last commercial break. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash Alan Mosley TV. 
Also, go and find us on Odyssey. Support of free speech platforms, odyssey.com. It's too late with Alan Mosley or Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, you can listen on your favorite podcasting platform of choice thanks to Anchor FM. That's anchor.fm slash Alan Mosley TV. Now you got me all paranoid. Did we did we show the Biden clip or not? I don't know if we did. If we didn't, we'll do it in the after party. Yeah, definitely. We'll do a speed run again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we've we raised more money for this show than we ever have when we redo the whole show in five minutes. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, Dave, do you have a final thought? Uh, I mean, the... Uh... The whole the whole talk thing was a little depressing, but there's a silver lining. One of the kids left one of these multicolored pens down here, uh-huh. so the the note is about to be lit. Ooh, no more markers and crayons. We got yeah. a different color for every important occasion, so I'm excited is, about that. Is there ever any chance that you would just make a new note, or is that like sacrilegious to you? It's kind of a thing now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> why use another piece of paper when this piece of paper will do. There's still some white on it, you know. (laughs) Eventually, it's just going to be two just ink blots. (laughs) Um, I didn't mean for this to be such a depressing episode, but it just... Yeah. The numbers don't lie. It is what it is. It wasn't that bad, you know, maybe. We don't know how it's going to work out. Well, when we get to 100 years in the future, there'll just be, like, gates with barbed wire and people with old hunting rifles that'll keep... Yeah, you can't live there. You go find somewhere that doesn't have those. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you can't be in there, then you need to be out of there. Is that, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Guys, uh, are we doing an after party? Real quick. All right. Real quick after party. Real quick, because you went back to work today and you're. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, After party is going to be on Twitch. Until then. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week. Man, if I still had my first house paid off that whole $39,000, I would totally sell that for a quarter million. Or just rent it, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. just rent it for $1,500 a month. Yeah. Yeah, and then get get another one. Yeah, just buy another one. Well, no, no, not anymore. (laughs) Not right now. Yeah, you you should be able to do things out of order in real life. Like, just buy seven houses yeah. when you're 18 and then so just own them all now. That would be yeah. so much easier. I can't wait till all the boomers are dead. 